Welcome to What's On Your Face, a podcast about beauty, pop culture, and all fun things on the internet. I'm Sade. And I'm MJ. Welcome. Hello, Sade. Hello, MJ. So today I have a bit, I'm really excited. I have a bit of a rant. I know you. So when I was researching beauty news for last week, I was going to cover function of beauty. And then when I kind of went down my rabbit hole for function of beauty, (laughs) I realized that this has to be a separate episode, a mini episode, so this is what it is. Let's hear it. So Function of Beauty does customized beauty products for the masses. I think maybe you've seen them. Kim Kardashian endorsed them. They do hair products, skin products, and body. So what happens is you go on their website and you you take a quiz and they have customized formulations based on your concerns. And then you, so you click on your concerns and they tell you the hero ingredients for like dry scalp or like nourishing ends or deep conditioning. And then they create this custom formula, shampoo and conditioner. You then choose the name that you want written. So instead of function of beauty on the bottle, it's this function of Sade, function of MJ, whatever. And then you get to choose the color and the scent, the level of scent that you want in your product. It's really specialized. Cool. It's very customized. um, And they're really pretty. They do, you know, their DTC packaging really well. But what I really liked about it is when you're choosing the formulation or the concerns, they have this checkbox that says, do you want silicones in your formula? And then if you check it, a drop-down comes out. Like the UI UX is exceptional. A drop-down box comes out and says, are you sure you want to cancel <laughs> silicones? Because actually they're it not makes, so bad. Yeah, it makes your products nice. Yeah, so I really appreciate that. But the reason why they're I was researching them for Beauty News is they just raised a 150 million Series B with a Oof. private equity firm, L. Catterton. So L. Catterton is like the Cadillac of private equity firms. They did, they're heavily involved with LVMH. They do Glossier. Basically, any successful DTC brand, L. Catterton has had a stake in it. Okay. So they are very heavily invested in Function of Beauty. And then I looked into the founders of Function of Beauty, and they're founded by three MIT grads. You, that's big time. I stalked them. I'm sure you did. Oh, totally. MIT, that's like, wow, that's, they're probably like super smart. Oh, of course. Or like addicted to Adderall, one of the two. But these three founders are so different. So the main founders, Zahir Dosa, he, he founded the brand in 2015. Mm-hmm. His background is he did a PhD on sustainability at MIT, oh, wow. which is a little weird because if you're doing sustainability and then you launch like a, a beauty be- line yeah, that's counter, yeah. Um, but he worked initially after he graduated for a company that did argon food products. Okay. And then he started to work or t- developed um, a the business for Argon beauty products. So in all these interviews, he basically says how he hates the beauty industry and wants to disrupt it. Um, you know, there's the most recent article I saw of him was in GQ with him in all these fancy planes. And so, okay. So maybe he's living that founder life, Okay, but good for him. The second founder <laughs> is, um, he and, Kaplan. She is Asian, hala hala, and <laughs> she is the chief science officer. Uh, basically, her, she's also from MIT. Her background is R&D. She okay. was working as a senior chemist for a hair care company 
that was part of Shiseido when Zahir was like, yo, I think we should start this hair company. Okay. But then the third founder is my favorite and I think is like the turnkey to everything. The third founder is Josh Messajewski. I'm totally butchering his name. Messajewski. Yeah, so, so he is the COO mm-hmm. and he his background is in engineering. Okay. Okay. He went into the Navy. He has tons of experience with algorithms, systems design, you know, Mm. really serious shit. And he also commanded a battalion of a hundred officers. Work. When you think about it, that's like a perfect experience for a startup. For sure. Being able to like get people in line and like project management, everything. So before he worked at Function, he was the operations manager for Amazon. Big time. And that's when Function of Beauty was accepted into this really prestigious incubator program called Y Combinator. Mm. Um, so then after Function gets out of the incubation program, John decides to open a factory in his hometown of Catawissa, Pennsylvania. And this area of Pennsylvania, I guess, is really known for their expertise in manufacturing, operations. And so because of the level of customization and function and how each bottle is filled individually, um, he built everything from scratch, from the ground up, custom factory, custom manufacturing parts, everything. And that's really the crown jewel of function. So they've cracked the code to mass customization. Yeah. And that's where the money is. So, I mean, Zahir might be like the really flashy founder. Hian is doing the formulations, which I'm sure is great, but not not groundbreaking. But Josh holds, he's the crown jewel. Yeah. What he's built is a crown jewel. He found something in Chattawissa, Pennsylvania. Interesting. Exactly. And so their recent acquisition is this company called Atala, Mm. which is also owned by an MIT grad. What? It's it's this crazy. Okay, do you know who else was owned by an MIT grad? Living Proof. (gasps) So Living Proof had patented formulas and complexes. So Jennifer Aniston was the endorser. And um, they won awards. You know, the main guy was a scientist at MIT. He was a professor and he had his own lab. His lab would, you know, do research for cancer, really serious diseases. But also they founded the protein complex for most of the Living Proof products. So interesting. Which was sold to Unilever for a lot of money. Yes. What's going on at MIT? What isn't going on at MIT? That's, yeah, what I was going to say, what isn't? Yeah, wow. Interesting. Very interesting. So anyway, this company that they acquired is a personalized skincare company, and they have like at-home skincare tests, and it's very data-driven, and it recommends you what to use on your skin. Like, this isn't something super new, because Clinique has done versions of this, you know, yeah. um, physici- Physician's Formula? No, 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 no. What was that company that did the customized foundation that started with the P? It's escaping my mind. Skinning? No, but Skinning does customize. Clinique did a customized serum. Mm -hmm. Uh, Skinning has been doing customized serums since day one. But the function of beauty, UI, UX, the website is beautiful. It's so simple, like very friendly and it's it's not cheap like it's $80 for shampoo and conditioner together so 40 bucks a pop together but you can like um, subscribe it so that it It comes comes, every month 
It's nice. I'm going to get it and try. So you're going to buy it, the mm-hmm. 40, 80 US? I think so. But they ship internationally. There's no shipping cost. Oh, I'm then that's try definitely it. worth it. Yeah, give it a try. Let, I mean, let us know what the kids at MIT are creating. But what I, my, my final thought, like after I did all this research, is like they're really banking on beauty being totally functional, given the name. But beauty... Is it more functional or is it more emotional? I have a I have a thing, I have theory on this, and that I've always said that skincare is very logical and makeup is very emotional. Um, I remember having this conversation with this uh, uh, an international sales guy uh, with for a beauty brand, and it's I feel like you only have so many shampoos and conditioners. You only have so many cleansers, so many serums because you're really thinking about what you're buying and you're not just like, like just buying a bunch of random shit. Whereas with lipstick, you will have 10, 11, 12 different lipsticks and think nothing about it, right? Like you, you see it, you swatch it and you're like, oh my God, I want to buy it. It's like, it brings out the emotion in people. Whereas like skincare and to, to an extent, hair care, it's much more logical. You're like, cause it's going on your, it's going on your skin in a different way. Then why do people buy Drunk Elephant if it's logical? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but so for a lot of people, for Drunk Elephant, there is a huge passion behind that brand in like the, you know, do, taking a clean, taking a clean break. And I think the thing with skin that becomes emotional is that if it does work for you, if a hair care product does work for you, you are then very emotional and very passionate about it. And you will then tell everybody how it changed your life, especially if it changed your skin. So I think that's when you get that crossover for people who, you know, are like, ah, drunk elephant. Because if they tried it and they had problematic skin and then they used it for like, I think they say it's like three weeks and your skin will change and your skin does in fact change. You're then, you're, you know, you're, it's passion of the Christ. It's just like, this is it, the Mecca, they are the all, the end all be all. So, so when I order function of beauty, it'll come, I'm going to try it and then I'll update you on whether I think it's it the end all be all. The end all be all. Please do update all of us. Well, that wraps up our fun mini episode of What's On Your Face. Thank you, MJ, for giving us that awesome deep dive. If you want to see more or see links from what we've just discussed, please follow us on Instagram at what's on your face underscore or our TikTok at what's on your face underscore. Also, if you're listening to this on Spotify or Apple, please, please, please follow and give us five stars. Thank you, Shade. Thank you, MJ. Bye. Thank mm-hmm. you.